This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast is brought to you by Beaver Creek Game Calls. At Beaver Creek Game Calls, all of our calls are handcrafted and held up to the highest standards. Our goal is to provide a quality custom call that every hunter can afford. We strive every day with this goal in mind. We also take pride in our customer service because without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we love and that is to make quality custom hunting calls. All of our calls are proudly made in the USA. Visit us online at beavercreekgamecalls.com and let us build your next call. Tired of looking for that perfect hunting or fishing boat only to see that it's out of stock at your nearest dealer? Well, welcome to Game Changer Boats. We specialize in custom aluminum hunting and fishing boats. If you can dream it, Game Changer Boats can build it. Top quality craftsmanship and attention to detail is what we guarantee our customers. And we are proudly built right here in Louisiana. You can visit us on Facebook at Game Changer Boats or email us directly at GameChangerBoats at Yahoo.com. Contact Game Changer Boats and let's see what we can build for you. Hey everybody, good morning and welcome to another episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Robery, and today on the show I have my son Jackson Robery with me here in the Duck Blonde, and we are coming to you guys live uh, here as we hunt, make a public land hunt this morning, and um, just want to thank you all for tuning in to this week's show. So, um, guys, we would just want to start out by wishing everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year coming up. Um, we are now in the second split of duck season here in Louisiana. And we, um, we just wrapped up Christmas. I'm sure all of you are kind of trying to recover. We sit here on a Monday morning. Most of us are uh, out of work for probably the rest of the week until right after the first of the year. But uh, that's the case with us at least, you know, and the kids are out of school right now. So it's that fun time of year. Everybody gets to kind of sit back, relax, and kind of, you know, just reflect on all the blessings that we have in our lives and what we're thankful for. Um, and I know we're no different than, than you guys are in that aspect. So I'm um, glad to have you all on board with us. This will probably uh, be a shorter show than we normally have. Um, normally we try to keep it right around an hour time frame. Um, but since we are making a hunt, we're about 30 minutes till shooting time right now. We got into, a, got into our public land spot that we wanted to hunt this morning. And it is absolutely hot, huh, Jackson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we... We sit in what, 82 degrees yesterday was the high. Let me and, look uh, And today, see what it is, but I'm pretty sure it's right around 80 degrees. 62. If our, right now, 62 degrees. Mm-hmm. But the high for the day, which will tap out right about 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. So we are at, let's see, 610 right now. Legal shooting time's right, uh, right almost at 630 this morning. And... Um, like I said, we are sitting at 62 degrees, so way warmer than we normally have this time of year. But uh, to be honest with you, I was kind of surprised, Jackson, because uh, we drove up at the launch and nobody was here this morning. So that's not a good sign usually. So we, uh, you know, over the last couple of days, we haven't made any hunts because of the holidays going on with Christmas and Christmas Eve. We worked right up till Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, with Christmas Eve and Christmas, we set aside that time for the family time and uh we haven't been in the duck blind since last week the last hunt i made last week um 
we didn't do real well. We uh, we only ended up with one teal that morning, and it was perfect conditions. You would have thought it would have been a phenomenal day in the duck blind, um, and that just wasn't the case. So Jackson was in school. He didn't get to hunt with me, but uh, I invited a, a friend of mine that we used to do quite a bit of duck hunting together, and we haven't seen each other in a long time, so it was nice to get reacquainted with him and, uh, and make a hunt with him. And uh, I, I never, when I invite a guest, I never want to, you know, uh, seem too optimistic just in case you have one of them bad days in the duck blind. And that seemed to be the case that day. I, I told him, I said, look, you know, I said, we've been killing some birds. We've had a really good first split. Uh, you know, second split seems to be off to a good start because we had just made a hunt the day or two before. Uh, here on some public land, and we had we did pretty good overall. We had uh we had what nine Jackson I think that day. Uh, that hunt we hunted when we were hunting uh mm -hmm. right the first hunt out of the split, and uh, we had those teal. We uh we made a good hunt on that day. So um, the teal, like that were right here that we or you know in the area that where we're hunting this morning. So we had nine teal. We ended up with that day. So we had got off to a good start. We weren't able to hunt that Saturday, which was opening week, uh, opening day of the split. But we hunted that Sunday, and that's when we ended up shooting most of those teal, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened that day, Jackson? Fill everybody in kind of as far as the birds. What were the birds doing that day? You remember? Well, what I do remember is that the wind was popping like 40 miles an hour. Yeah, it was. It was blowing, man, which big time. Which, which, which is what I, which is why I think that we didn't kill as much as we should have because obviously wind is good whenever we want to um, duck hunt, but the wind was so was so strong. It's like they were moving, but it's like when they got up, they couldn't control how they were flying. Yeah, you think it's, it was maybe too strong the yeah, wind that day? Yeah, like it was so strong. Like, like whenever they'd get up out of them ponds. They would just go back down because they couldn't control how they were flying. Yeah. So if like we if we shot a bird, it's whenever the wind was died down, or we were in one of the ponds and next to them, and we were the next choice. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good take on that. You know, if you remember that that opening hunt we made, um, you know those birds, like you said, they were looking for those real small potholes in the marsh, mm -hmm. and we were hunting in the marsh, guys. Um, so we were, you, you know, you could see for miles upon miles. Um, as far as the eye could see, you could see birds. And that day we had some good groups of birds in the area. But um, we did notice that compared to the first split, which makes sense and what typically happens, is a lot of birds were seemed to be in singles and pairs. Right, Jackson? Yeah. We had some groups of teal. The teal were good numbers of teal mm -hmm. as far as groups that we had. The doubles and stuff would be like the mallards and stuff. Yeah. Like you'd have just two of those. No, no big groups of mallards. Not yet. We didn't see no big groups of gray ducks that day. No. Except for except for that first group that came in right before we could see real good. Um, we didn't realize that we had, we had some gray ducks that had landed in the decoys, outside the decoys in the dark. But it was right before shooting time and uh, that's the only group of gray ducks we saw that day. So that's a, you know, we, we maybe would have had an opportunity if we would have known just a couple of minutes difference right there between legal shooting time uh, with that group of gray ducks. But for the most part, the big ducks were all in singles and pairs. So, um, and they were utilizing those little small, small potholes in the marsh. Mm -hmm. So that seems to be what they wanted. Um, and that was the case. And then, like I said, I went on another hunt with a good buddy of mine. Just a couple of days later, we had really good wind pumping out of the north 
Um, you know, you thought it would have been just a phenomenal day, like I mentioned in the duck blind, but it uh, it ended up not being the case that day. We uh, we had good cloud cloud cover, you know, cloud cover, um, and it seems like most of our hunts on Jackson have been really good on cloudy days. At least the first split this year, cloudy <clears throat> southwest wind days, kind of like today. Today's we're gonna have more sunshine, but there ain't a lick of wind today. But for the most part, most of our better hunts have been cloudy. What's your favorite conditions for the first split? Well, as far as what you've seen us have better success on this year. Well, my favorite conditions is is how well obviously it's always cloudy in the morning mm -hmm. in the morning, so that's whenever we get like the teal. Yeah, and stuff like get that. your teal early. Yeah, so my favorite conditions are like cloudy in the morning and then like um, sunny in the evening whenever the big ducks like to fly later in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because you and I had some good hunts uh, toward the end of the second split, we uh, which were like that. You know, you had. I remember the the last hunt of the first split. We uh, it was super foggy that morning. You remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't see past the front of the boat, and uh, we had to wait for that fog to uh, to settle. But we had two birds. We were lucky. We had two birds come in in the fog right at daybreak at shooting time. Yeah. Two blue winged teal. And uh, and we we popped those. We got them. And we, it ended up being a pretty good hunt. Pretty good hunt, yeah. We ended, well, we ended up with two teal and a mallard. Well, we had two teal. Well, I don't teal wise. I'm trying to think. We had two model ducks. Oh yeah. We two, had two model two ducks. Model ducks. We had a mallard. We had a uh, hen mallard, and then we had a couple of teal. We had more than two teal, I think. We had a couple of teal. We had two blue wings, two blue wing teal, and then. And then um oh um remember that that one that single that came into the teal uh huh remember, yeah so we yeah. had three teal three two, teal two, two models and a mallet we ended up that last hunt of the first split and then that's also and then that's also that was also the last hunt whenever we saw some like groups of big ducks yes yeah, so like bigger groups bigger groups that was the last day we saw bigger groups yeah and I'm listening as we are talking. So, I just heard I heard a mallard. You heard a mallard quacking? Yeah, we've been hearing mallards or, or models early on, right at daybreak. That's, that's they the seem thing. to be moving up through. That's the thing, though, with models and mallards. They both make that quack sound. Yeah, it's a little hard. Huh? We're getting used to the... When, you, when you're learning to tell the difference between those model ducks and those mallards, when you're learning, it's, uh, it can be tough. It can be difficult. A lot of people get those confused. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of people classify them if they're not real sure as a black duck, which they in the family they they somewhat related to the black duck. But um, but we don't get too many black ducks down here. So as far as this hunt today, we don't have a lot of pressure, like we mentioned. Um, we actually the only ones back here in this particular marsh pond we hunt um, our general area, from what we could tell. Um, not a lick of wind blowing this morning, but. Looking at the forecast, we are supposed to get a wind up to about 11 to 15 miles an hour, sometime around 11 o'clock today. Um, and once again, this is Monday. Um, we are sitting at Monday, December 27th, so we're two days after Christmas today. Um, we're in a brush blind that's been built up, and uh, we have a couple of people that have hunted this general area this year, and we've all kind of been bringing brush and contributing uh, but we had to rebrush it for second split, and uh, we, we feel like we covered up pretty good. But, you know, I'm looking at the skies right now, and it, it was clear a while ago, Jackson. And now it's now we got clouds. I mean, um, yeah, I, I like, you know me, I like them clouds. Yeah, 
everything. I wish we had a little bit more wind. I, I could honestly tell you, I never thought I'd be sweating, uh, setting up decoys and, and stuff in uh, in December, maybe, especially late December. We're almost in January. Maybe teal season, but not right now. It feels like teal season. We had gnats this morning all up in our face. Jackson was breathe, breathing in gnats. <laughs> Um, it feels like teal season to be honest with you guys, and it's hard to get motivated. It's it's really it's I'm finding it as much as we love it, and we sleep and you know breathe duck hunting, um, which you guys know that if you listen to us on a, on a normal you know basis, um, man, it, it's just hard to get it's hard to get fired up when you got weather in the 80s and you almost in January, you know. So uh, I'm really hoping we get a push of cold weather coming up. Um, they had a forecast that was released this past week that showed uh, that showed possibly in the next couple of weeks snow. us receiving snow. Yeah, snow. I don't Which, think that's gonna happen. But and we could hear some mud motors behind us. Oh God! Not good. too. They're good ways from us, but you could hear those guys running. You know that that just gets me, man. We are now sitting at let's see, we are six twenty. We're almost at shooting time, guys. What time is shooting? Time? And uh, about six thirty. So we're about ten minutes away. And uh. And it just amazes me of these guys that come rolling in here with their mud motors. Sorry, guys, we're being quiet. We think we hear some ducks. Jackson's pointing to something. He hears something. I thought I heard some great oaks. So, but uh, you don't want to miss out on them early great oaks. You don't want to miss out on them early ducks because when it's like this, we need it. We need the uh, those early birds to help fill a strap. So let's not um, go back to them great oaks and and the decoys again. Yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard one quack just now. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I hear him in the back. So okay. we're gonna have to wrap up here shortly, guys. And like I said, this would be a shorter episode, but we're about ten minutes away from shooting time. So we're gonna try to take advantage of that and see if we could get a uh, a couple of maybe birds early on. So hopefully we can. But that'd be cool. Um, that would be cool. That'd that'd be cool to like have them on the podcast while we're shooting that'd be cool yeah that would be cool it's hard it's hard when you're a content maker it's hard to bring all this stuff you know and coordinate it so you guys know how how difficult it could be and we definitely do because we try to bring you guys solid content so um but we're going to try to get some video today if we can we've had a hard time getting video to second split like i said we haven't had the opportunity to make quite as many hunts second split yet but uh, we look forward to making a push, especially if we get this cold weather. If we could get some cold weather coming in in the next couple of weeks, rounding out the end of January, we are going to, uh, you know, hopefully make a, a good, strong push and finish out the season on a positive note. Um, like I said, the worst hunt of the season we had, we had one scratch first split. That was opening weekend uh, on that Sunday. And then um, one duck in the second split on that hunt we had last week. And really, besides that, we've been very blessed. So happy about that. Um, we've seen a good mixture of birds this year. Mallards, gadwall, pintail, blue-winged teal, green-winged teal. We haven't seen the spoonbill, and you mentioned that. You know, we haven't seen spoonbill widgeon. or widgeon. Yeah, that's two species we haven't seen. We thought we saw a wood duck, maybe. Well, we've seen wood ducks in the, in the, in the Chapala Basin. Oh, yeah. We've seen some wood ducks there. But um, but widgeon and spoonbills, and where we hunted in our spots we've hunted this year, we haven't seen a lot of those species. Now today, guys, I'm going to be honest with you, our spread today is pretty simple. We have teal in the spread, and we have coots in our spread this morning. That's what we uh, we have out as far as regular decoys, traditional decoys. 
Um, we did put out two flappers this morning. We got two mojos, um, our Lucky Duck, um, you know, spinning wing decoys. We put those into the spread just to give it a little bit of motion um, because it is, like I mentioned, there's no wind this morning. So, um, you know, that's something that we're going to try to hopefully bring a little bit of motion to the spread. Um, I would have brought the jerk string this morning. We did forget that. But you know what? That's how it is. Sometimes you can't get it all. So, but uh, it seems like, you know, first split, especially all the way to the end of the split, they were decoying to the mojos pretty well. And then my last two hunts, I pulled them out because second split, I've always traditionally not hunted with them as much. Um, so I did pull them out of the spread. And, um, you know, it could have made a difference maybe. It got us a few more birds, especially that last hunt we made. Um, but you never know. You, you never know. So you just got to you gotta roll with what you think is best for the conditions you hunt and, uh, and hope for the best. It's all about, you know, luck when it comes to uh, waterfowl hunting, especially public land. You could scout as much as you want, but uh, you could you got to have some luck. So that's just the way it is. Well, guys, you heard Jackson's shotgun right there. He's starting to load up. We're about three minutes from shooting time, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up things up here. We just wanted to uh, thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you all for the support that you guys have given us throughout this year, this season. Uh, whether it's on our YouTube channel, right here on our podcast. Um, we have met so many great people and we're so fortunate for it. We could not do it. And, uh, without you guys, you know, you guys are important to us. So thank you so much for showing, uh, some small town boys, some local support and some national support. Even some of you listen out of state. Uh, we really appreciate that. We're all waterfowl hunters. We're all outdoorsmen at the end of the day. And, uh, you know what, if we could pass what we know on to other people and help you out, and share our stories then we uh we're all for it and that's what we look forward to doing here at last stop waterfowl so until next time guys this is jacob and jackson robbery with last stop waterfowls we'll see y'all soon y'all take care and have a good one hey guys jacob with last stop waterfowl outdoors are you looking to protect or give your firearm a fresh look if so let wrap it up cajun customs take care of it for you we specialize in custom vinyl wraps in your favorite patterns from Mossy Oak and Realtree, as well as many others. Request a quote now by visiting us on Facebook at Wrap It Up Cajun Customs or give us a call at 985-687-3953. This episode is also brought to you by Benoit Performance Baits. Bait and tackle for all your fishing needs. Benoit Performance Baits offers some of the best soft plastics for bass, sackalay, and saltwater fishing. Whether it's a day on the water trying to catch a mess of fish for a family fish fry or a heavy bag to win a tournament, we have what you need and what the fish want. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok to place your order now.